full day of Mysteries of Life here uh, at Official Rob Glasser. Today, five mysteries about the moon. Now, the moon is right above us, and according to this Reader's Digest article, we can, you know, we've been studying the moon for so long. Yet still, there are unanswered questions about the moon that we're going to talk about, at least a few of them. So the first one that comes from here is, where did the moon come from? Well, this is one of those uh, questions you can ask for everything. How did the Earth form? Where did the other planets come from? Where are these parallel universes that scientists have just found? Um, one scientist, um, uh, Christopher Palmer, or I'm sorry, a, a professor at Penn State, asked or said about the mystery, even where, we, even where we think we have the very best answers about the moon, we're still investigating. Now, they say that a Mars-sized object smashed into Earth about 4.5 billion years ago, creating an amount of debris that fell into orbit around the Earth and eventually coalesced into a single object. That is where they think the moon came from. But again, as Mr. Palmas said, as much as we know, we don't know much. So where did the moon come from? Well, it could have been from pieces of debris, but how do we know if we weren't there to see it, right? Number two, if that is how the moon formed by the impact, how is it that we weren't knocked out of orbit or how the orbit didn't change? Well, again, we don't know exactly if this is what happened, but it is one of the most problematic aspects of the collision model, as it's called, when, you know, the, the idea that it hit. Um, the collision, uh, Palma continued by saying, the collision had to be strong enough to throw a huge amount of material up in orbit around the Earth, but not so strong as to destroy the Earth itself. Um, the moon's composition is very similar to the Earth's, whereas most scientists think the big smash-up should have left the moon being mostly made of debris from Theia, another planetary object that also supposedly crashed. So, again, second question. I know we're talking about the moon, but the orbit of us, as well as all the other planets, affects it as well. So how does the moon not fly out of orbit along with the rest of us? Um, they do say, though, with this, is that this is why you can sometimes see the moon during the day. So my wife asked, how is it also shaped as circular as if it is formed by collision? That's a good question, too. Uh, the other question that goes along with yours is why aren't there more bigger holes or craters in the Earth where the impact would have happened? Now, I know you and I, and I'm sure other people have seen in um, Arizona, one of the biggest craters ever hit is there, and you can actually go visit it. And again, nobody's entirely sure where these craters and holes come from, but your question is perfect. How, you know, how is it shaped so perfect, so spherical, if it was formed by an impact? Thank you for that. Um, number three. Um, let's see. Oh, here it is. Is there water on the moon? So, again, we have found that there's water on other planets, such as Mars. 
But is there water on the moon as well? They actually say yes. Um, so this is kind of one of those mysteries kind of solved. So in 2009, NASA sent a rocket into the Cabe's crater near the moon's south pole. The, ca- the crash kicked up a plume of dust that rose about 10 miles, and the satellite recorded its observations. Grains of water ice were part of the cloud, confirming that water exists. Palma again says, we're not talking about lakes or puddles, but it might be enough to support longer-term life human missions. If we land there and if they can retrieve ice, water ice, that means they don't have to bring it with them. So does that explain that there is water on the moon? Well, they're saying, you know, yes, but it's still kind of mysterious because would you count that as water sustaining life? Now on Earth, we have oceans, we have rivers, we have lakes. Theoretically, we have places that you can pull from to either distill water or some places are so fresh you can drink the water right out of the lake. Is there water on, on the moon? Well, apparently some of it, yes. I think the better question here is that, is there sufficient water to support life on the moon? What do you guys think about that? Number four, um, could there have ever been life on the moon? Well, going to the last question about the water, water does sustain life, but water is not the only thing that we need for life. So one of the reasons scientists want to get a closer look at the ice hidden in the polar craters is to see if there was development of life on Earth from the moon. One idea uh, for the origin of life, Palma says, is that the beginning blocks for that were delivered by comets. There may be remnants of those in the ice on the moon, Plus, asteroid and comet collisions here could have released material into space and could have eventually made its way to the moon, been preserved there, where signs of life from the earliest eras have been destroyed on Earth by weathering and tectonic shifts. Interesting. So it's kind of a two-way thing. Some people think that stuff from the moon came to Earth to start. Some people think vice versa. Some people think there are pieces of, you know, biological life, DNA, on the moon, that because it is not inhabited by us or other people, it is perfectly preserved in the rocks. Now, if they found the water crystals, well, they could have easily found, or they could easily find some life as well. Does that mean, though, that there has been life or that there's just life blocks, biological blocks? There is a little bit of a difference. Just because there are ability to have life or signs of life doesn't necessarily mean there is full-on life. But at the same time, any sign of life, theoretically, is a living thing. So, what do you guys think? Now, the last one we're going to go over, why do we only see one side of the moon? This is known as tidal locking or tidally locked. Um, this is the you know infamous dark side of the moon, the man on the moon why we can't see it. So tidally locked to the earth means that the time it takes the moon to rotate on the axis is the same time it takes the moon to orbit around the earth, about 28 days. This isn't actually a mystery as much um, who explain the function of the earth. It seems in many other planet moons, one of the best examples is Pluto and its moon Charon, um, which are tidally locked to one another. They're always facing each other on the same angle and they're considered a binary planet system. So we know the functionality of how it works, and it works on other planets and planetary objects as well. It is still kind of a mystery, though, as to how, you know, how we never get to see the dark side of the moon, the other side of the moon. Now, people who have flown there and, have, you know, the rovers, 
they send back images, kind of, but again, because the light is almost gone on that side, you're not really seeing much. So again, a better question here is what is on the other side of the moon that we don't get to see if we know that the tides are going to continuously keep the moon on its orbit as it is? What do you guys think about these questions? If you want to learn some more questions, go check out the article. Reader's Digest is a great source of information. They've been around for millennia now, I think. Thank you guys for joining us. We have another Mysteries of Life later today. Until then, thanks for watching. Stay curious.